بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم We continue the discussion on Salah described on the Salah described and our discussions are focused still on uh, the Imam and the Ma'mum the Imam who leads the Salah and the Ma'mum who's led in the Salah now we will talk about the position of the Ma'mum the Ma'mumin those led in the Salah the position with respect to the Imam who leads them in Salah meaning where does the Imam stand and where does the Ma'mum stand? The Imam, it is understood from the name, from the title, that is in accordance with the Sunnah, is that the best for him to be in front of the people making the Salah. So that he is distinguished and that he is to be followed and to lead. The least number of the Ma'mumin in the congregational Salah is two. In the beginning of Islam, in the beginning of Islam, the Ma'mumin, those led, uh, did not stay behind the Imam unless they were three or more. Unless they were three or more. If they were two, they would stand to his right and to his left. However, this was abrogated. However, this was abrogated. And so, the least number of a congregation <coughs> was uh, settled as two. And with respect to the woman leading, the imama for the woman is to for her to pray in the middle in the middle uh, between the woman in Salah case is it permissible for two people praying behind an imam or more uh, to pray to his right or to his right and to his left <coughs> meaning one to his right and one to his left the situations are as follows for them to pray behind is the best the second for them to pray to his right and to his left 
at both sides. And the third is to his right alone. Is it permissible to pray in front of the Imam? Is it permissible to pray in front of the Imam? First opinion that <coughs> it is not permissible and it is valid, invalid that the Ma'mumin, those led, pray in front of the Imam. So if they do so, then their Salah is invalid. This is one opinion. And the evidence they said regarding this is that the Prophet ﷺ used to stand in front of the people leading them and that he وسلم, said, Sallu kama ra'aytumuni usalli. And pray as you had seen me praying. And that this covers the Salah in all of its actions, all of its number of movements and its format and all of its conditions and including the standing. So, therefore, they concluded that standing in front of the Imam uh, is contrary to the Sunnah, and therefore it will nullify the Salah. This is the first opinion. The second opinion, said by some people of knowledge, that the Salah is not invalid. Because there was no prohibition stating that uh, in this form the Salah is invalid, meaning for the Mumin to be in front of the Imam. They said it was only the action of the Prophet ﷺ that he prayed leading the people. And that we know that he وسلم, uh, stood with Jabir and uh, Jabbar went to, to his right and the left and the second next to his to his left and then he took them and uh, moved them back to the back and he was in the front they said this is an action from the prophet and since it was only an action, then it is only recommended, but not an obligation. And this is the opinion that was uh, held by Imam Malik, rahimahullah. Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah, took a medium uh, position. And he said that if there is a necessity to that, then the salah is valid. Meaning the salah of the ma'mum in front of his imam if there is a necessity otherwise no otherwise no and he said that the necessity arise uh, during days of Jumu'ah for example in the congregational prayer of Jumu'ah or during the days of Hajj in the regular masajid that is because the markets are filled with people and the people pray, pray most cases in, front, in many cases in front of the Imam under such situations. Our Shaykh Rahimahullah commented on this and he said that this uh, statement or this position 
by Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah is a medium position between the two opinions mentioned earlier. Uh, and when we say medium, meaning just position, just position. That the just position is that under the cases of necessity, and there is no harm if the ma'mumin or some of them end up praying in front of the imam, and in this case their salah is valid. Second case, what about praying to the left of the imam, meaning his right being uh, vacant, no one to his right, and uh, the ma'mumin standing entirely to his left. Some of the scholars are with the, are with the opinion that the ma'mum's salah under, under such a situation is invalid if he stands next uh, to the left, rather, of the imam, and no one is to the right of the imam praying. Then in this case, if this happens, what about the salah of the imam himself? They said that if the imam continues to hold the intention that he is an imam, then in this case his salah is invalid. Why? Because in this case he intended the imam, the imam, meaning the leader leading the prayers, while he is singular. But however, if he intends to pray it singular, then his salah is valid. Now, what is their dalil? What is their evidence for this position? They said they took the dalil which they cited is that the Prophet والسلام, when they stood praying one night, rather, uh, and Ibn Abbas. Uh, entered and joined the Salah and took a position to the left of the Prophet so the Prophet took by his head from behind his back and put him and moved him towards his right they concluded from this hadith that if his Salah was valid being on, the only person to his left and no one to his right, the Prophet ﷺ would have permitted that and approved it. The second opinion, and this is the opinion of the majority of the people of, scho- of scholars or the scholars, they say that his salah is valid if he prays to the left of the Imam and there is no one to the right of the Imam. His right is empty. And they said, to have a single ma'mum, a single person praying with the imam to his right, they said this is the preferable way. This is not an obligation. And from those who chose who chose this opinion is a Sheikh Abdul Rahman bin Nasir al Sa'di rahimahullah. Then how did they answer to the hadith of Ibn Abbas? They said this is mere action by the Prophet ﷺ. And the mere action by the Prophet ﷺ does not indicate obligation. 
and this is a fundamental foundation. Meaning, the fundamental foundation is that that the action of the Prophet the mere action, does not stand to be an indication for obligation. Because, had it been for obligation, the Prophet would have said to Ibn Abbas, don't return to this. As he had said to Abi Bakr, radiallahu anhu, when he made ruku' before entering the row, when he found the imam in ruku' and the people pray, praying, making ruku' and he came and he was late, he made ruku' before he entered the row. The Prophet ﷺ admonished him and told him to don't return to this. This position, meaning that if the person prays to the left of the imam, and no one to the Imam's right is valid to say that it is valid. This is a very good uh, position, our Shaykh Rahimahullah said, and it is uh, it preponderates the opinion uh, that this Salah is invalid. Why? Because to say uh, that someone's Salah is invalid or he is wrong in his salah, sinful, without a dalil, without an evidence, then this is something uh, not easy and uh, questionable, meaning to invalidate the worship without a text uh, is the same as validating it without a textual proof, the same. No. So this is the correct opinion, therefore. Tay. What about if the ma'moom, a single ma'moom, prays behind the imam? We have one imam, uh, we have an imam and a ma'moom only. And the ma'moom prays behind the imam. In this case, the salah of the ma'moom is invalid. Then what about the imam? If the imam stayed uh, with his intention as an imam, then his salah is invalid. Why? Because he intended to be an imam and there is no one with him. But if he intends to pray it alone, as single alone, then his salah is valid. Then what about the person who prays behind the row alone? The person who prays behind the row alone. The first opinion is that his salah is invalid because he is praying alone. And the Prophet ﷺ said there is no salah, valid salah for someone praying alone behind the row. And that he ﷺ saw a man praying alone behind the row and he commanded him to remake his salah. And this is in Abi Dawood and Ibn Majah and Ashaq al-Albani authenticated it. They said that had it not been uh, invalid, he would not have ordered him to make it again. This is the first opinion. 
The second opinion which is held by the majority of the scholars, and it is an opinion from Imam Ahmed, that the salah of the munfarid, meaning the one praying alone behind the row, is valid, whether there is an excuse or no excuse. And whether there was a place for him to accommodate him in the row or not. This is the second opinion. And this is the opinion of the majority of the people of Ilm. That his salah is valid. The third opinion mentioned by some of the scholars is that we should look at the matter with tafsil, with details. And so they said, if there was a, an excuse for him, then his salah is valid. And if there is no excuse for him to pray in this manner, then his salah is invalid. The majority of the scholars took evidence in the fact that this person praying along behind the row, this musalli, uh, he prayed with the congregation. And he was he did what he is commanded to do. And the Prophet ﷺ said in the hadith, إِنَّمَا جُعِلَ الْإِمَامُ لِيُؤْتَمَّ بِهِ The Imam is uh, established so that people uh, take him as a lead and follow. And this person took the Imam as his leader in Salah. When the Imam made takbir, he made takbir, etc. Then how did the answer to the two hadiths uh, taken as a proof by the first opinion that the salah is invalid, mainly the hadith there is no salah for the one praying alone behind the row? They said this negation is a negation for perfection. Negation for perfection. Not a negation for validity. And there's difference between the two. Uh, this is like the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ said, لا صلاة طعام ولا هو يدافع الأخبثان. Uh, no salah should be, should be commenced in the presence of food, meaning when the person has inclination to eat and desire to eat, nor when he is trying to uh, uh, keep hold of the uh, call of nature when it's pressing him. Because this will distract him in salah. Yet we know that even if the person prays under these circumstances, then his salah is valid. Meaning if he prays while he has tendency or desire for the food, or he is trying to hold off the call of nature uh, by holding himself and, you know, then Still, the salah is valid. Now, what about the other hadith? When he made, when the Prophet ﷺ saw a man praying behind the row, and he commanded him to remake the salah. He said this hadith, the authenticity of this hadith is questionable. And if it is authentic, then they said there could be something that made it an obligation uh, there was something done by this person such that the Prophet ﷺ commanded him to remake the Salah and that this is a case this is a case 
we cannot, we are not sure as to what is with certainty as to why did he command him. It may not be that the reason that he prayed behind the row alone. This is the opinion of the majority of the scholars. <coughs> Their evidences are to be discussed also. So when they said that his salah is valid because he did what he is commanded to do from following the Imam, we say this is sahih, this is correct, this is true. But there are other obligations other than the following of the Imam, and from that is the row, standing in the rows. Standing in the rows is an obligation. If the person abandons the standing in the row, then his salah is invalid. Also, let us discuss what they said concerning the hadith. La salata li munfaridin khalfa saf that uh, there is no salah for the person who prays behind the row. You know, they directed the meaning that this means the, uh, the, the, the invalidity of perfection, not the invalidity of correctness or validity. So uh, this is a negation of perfection, they said. Uh, statement that this is a validity of perfection. Our Shaykh Rahimahullah responded to it as follows. He said that negation has three ranks to it, if it comes in, uh, in, in texts. The first and the second rank, that it is a negation for physical existence, occurrence, and if it doesn't apply in this case, if it is not a negation of physical occurrence, then it is a negation of legal existence, meaning invalidity. So the hadith which we are talking about, there is no salah for the person praying behind, alone behind their own. In no way it can be what a negation for existence or occurrence. That is because it's possible for the person to pray behind the row alone and it can be what? A negation for validity. Meaning the negation for the legal existence. The third rank, if it is not a negation for the legal existence or validity like for example there is evidence that the negation can be directed to be a negation of perfection like in the case of the Prophet ﷺ saying لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسه no one of you will believe until he loves for his brother what he loves for himself we say this is a negation for perfection of faith because if a person does not love 
for his brother what he loves for himself, this does not mean that he will become a kafir. It does not going to nullify or invalidate his iman, but rather it invalidates the perfection of his iman. Now, what about their uh, discussion concerning the hadith? There is no salah in the presence of food when there is a desire for it. Also, this is also was discussed by our Shaykh Rahimahullah. He said the cause behind this negation in this hadith is the disturbance of thoughts, distraction of thoughts. That is because the Messenger وسلم, whenever he heard the crying of the child, he would shorten the salah lest that it becomes a fitna for his mother. His mother will stay in the salah, but she will be distracted because of the crying of the child. Also, we know that the Prophet ﷺ told us that the shaitan comes to the praying person and tells him, remember this and remember that, which things which he did not remember before. So that he brings this to his thoughts during salah. Why? There is no doubt that this will uh, make the heart distracted. So this hadith and the first and the other about the crying of the child indicate to us that the mere distraction does not invalidate the salah. So therefore the Prophet ﷺ saying, La salata bi hadrati ta'am, there is no salah in the presence of food or for food when, when, when the desire of food is existing and the food is presented this does not entail the invalidity of the salah so from this collectively the shaykh rahimahullah want to say the following that the preponderating opinion that the salah of a, of a person praying behind the row alone is invalid his salah is invalid, contrary to what the majority of the scholars had mentioned. Then he, rahimahullah, asked the following question. If someone says, isn't there a medium or just position regarding these matters? Meaning, if he is praying behind the rose alone, due to an excuse wouldn't his salah be valid and he answered by saying in fact the just saying is that if he had an excuse then his salah is valid why because the foundation in Islam the legal foundation is that there is no obligation under incapacity or when there is no ability. Now, the foundation is that there is no obligation when there is no ability. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ مَا and fear Allah to the best of your ability. See, it is based upon ability. 
as in Surah At-Taghabun, verse 16. So I repeat. The just position is that if there is an excuse, then his salah is valid. Because the legal foundation states that there is no obligation due when there is no ability or with inability. Based upon the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Taghabun verse 16, فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ مَسْتَطَعْتُمْ Fear Allah to the best of your ability. And the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Baqarah verse 286, لَا يُكَلِّفُ اللَّهُ نَفْسًا إِلَّا وُسْعَهَا Allah does not burden a soul beyond its scope. So if the musalli, the person praying, comes to the salah and finds the row complete, then he has no place in the row. In this case, him playing, praying alone due to this excuse makes his salah valid. And this position which is a just position, is the choice of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah and Shaykh Abdul Rahman bin Sa'di rahimahullah and our Shaykh Muhammad bin Salih al-Uthaymeen rahimahullah who said and it is the correct position. Then what about if someone says, why don't you say for him to pull someone from the front row in front of him? The answer, we don't say this, because there are uh, negative consequences to this. From them is, disturbing the person pulled, the one whom he pulls, distracting him. The second, in pulling this person from the row in front of him, this will lead to a gap in the row and this will be a discontinuity of the row and this it is feared that the person may fall under the threat that came in the hadith of the Prophet which means anyone who breaks a row Allah will cut him off Allah will cut him off from his mercy subhanahu wa ta'ala and his care in this particular salah or it could mean cutting him off in this in this action of salah and in other than the salah and thus this text would be from the texts of wa'id of a threat we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from that the third is that in doing so he will be doing He will, pu- he, he will be pulling a person from a, a preferred position to a lesser one, to a less preferred, to a lesser preferred position, taking him from the front, uh, from the row which is in the front to a row which is in the back. Also, this can cause disturbance and distraction of the entire row because of the gap created by pulling the person.
because they will move in order to close the camp. The camp. So if someone says, then okay, shouldn't we command him to go and pray next to the imam? Also, we say there are precautions in this. First, the advancing forward. So if we think of a masjid having ten rows, and a person came and did not find a place, and then we tell him, go and pray next to the arm. So the arm. He's going to advance and pass and disturb ten rows. Also, if he goes to be next to the Imam, he will be opposing the Sunnah. Why? Because the Imam is to be distinguished in his position, in his, in his uh, standing place. If someone shares with him, then this particularization of the Imam will not exist anymore. The third, if we say to him, move and pray next to the Imam, then what about if someone else comes? Also we tell him, go and pray next to the Imam, then another, then a third, then a fourth. Then will be an entire row next to the Imam. But imagine, if he stays in his place, alone, behind the row, behind the rows, and another one comes, and another one comes, they will form a row. Now, if someone asks the question, why don't you tell him to stay in his place, then if someone comes and prays with him, then alhamdulillah, otherwise, why shouldn't he pray alone? We say, well, if he waits for someone to come, he may miss the rak'ah. And it may be that this rak'ah is the last rak'ah. And it may be that this rak'ah is the last rak'ah. So therefore he will miss the congregation. You understand? The second thing, if he stays there and he misses the congregation, then he will be deprived from the congregation and also from the action. But if he comes and prays with the Imam alone, then at least we say, he is deprived of the place only. As to the action, then he met the congregation. So which would be better? To deprive him from the congregation in action and place, or in action alone? Certainly in action alone, uh, in, in the place alone. Repeat this? Okay. If he stays and he misses the jama'ah, then in this case, he would be deprived from the congregation in the place and in action. But if we tell this person, from the moment he comes, join the imam, even if you are alone praying, at least in this case, he is deprived of the place. As to the action, he is now in the jama'ah. So which would be better? To deprive him from the jama'ah 
in action and in the place or in the place alone? The answer is in the place alone. This is assuming that he is, this is assuming that in him standing in this position he is uh, committing something uh, prohibited. Yet we know that the preponderating opinion now is that if it is not possible for him to stand in the row, then he stands alone and he is not doing a prohibition to begin with. So therefore, in conclusion, from this, the preponderating opinion is that if he, his salah is valid, if there is an excuse uh, for him to stand alone in the uh, place. The place of standing, standing alone, not being in the row. Yes, not being in the row. This is the end of the discussion on this matter. Wallahu ta'ala, a'la wa a'lam, wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.